Welcome to Is It My Time? This is for the person asking, is it too late to make a difference? Too late to make a change? Up to this point, a major part of your identity has been as John's wife, or Sarah's mom, or even that go-to person at work, the one you can get a job or a task to and they'll get it done, in the job description or not. But something's happened and there is now some time or space in your daily life. Time that allows you to hear that voice you've kept quiet, staying busy with everyone and everything else. The voice is asking, is this all there is? Is it too late to do something else? Be something else? Is there more to me or this life? We will answer those questions and more, but first we have to build a firm foundation. That is necessary to support anything you wish to build or establish. The most solid foundation out there is one built on truth, God's truth. He created you, He gifted you, and He has plans for you. Absorbing God's word and love for you will help establish that solid foundation. Grounding yourself in your identity in Christ will make you formidable and capable of achieving anything. Hey friend, last week we talked about the infinite 1% and how the small changes we were making would affect our future for the better. Now that we've talked about our source for truth, some places to find our information, and some ways to take in that truth, let's talk about some of our barriers or strongholds that were keeping us sidelined or held back. Over the next couple of episodes, we'll identify specific issues and either scripture or techniques we can use to put them behind us and to keep moving forward. This week, we will discuss people-pleasing. As defined by Medical News Today, a people-pleaser or a people-pleasing personality means a person who feels a strong urge to please others, even at their own expense. It is not a medical diagnosis. It's not a personality trait, despite others attempting to place it there. I propose to you to think of it as a coping mechanism. Some will tell you the root is a poor self-esteem, which can be true. Someone seeking validation from an outside source, in this case, another person. It is an issue that affects how you relate to others. Most people pleasers will try to sustain or nurture others before they do the same for themselves. Some signs you may be a people pleaser. One, you have a low opinion of yourself. Two, you need others to like you. Three, it's hard for you to say no. Four, you apologize or accept fault when you aren't to blame. Five, you're quick to agree even when you don't really agree. Six, you struggle with authenticity. And seven, you're a giver. Did any of those feel like examples you might relate to? Um, I have several examples from my past and we'll share those here in a minute. But let's look at two and three. You need others to like you. It's hard for you to say no. They work hand in hand. You don't want to say no because they'll be disappointed, possibly mad. Could mean they won't like you anymore. For a people pleaser, this is an anxious situation, uncomfortable, and usually considered not worth the risk. Later we can discuss the type of friends that would require you to purchase their friendship with gifts or gifts of service. I like to call myself a recovering people pleaser. I learned at an early age to be pleasing and earn affection based on my performance. I did it for my parents and other adults, later friends and teachers even later in romantic relationships. However, at some point, each one of those sources of affection or adoration dropped the ball. It was inevitable. They were human. 
parents had a bad day, your performance wasn't appreciated or rewarded. Friends had their own issues and episodes of selfishness or anger, they left me hanging. Teachers spread too thin or being forced to address testing regulations, multiple subjects, their own personal issues, would miss the opportune moment for praise or encouragement for a job well done. Don't get me started on looking to make a significant other a major, if not whole, source of contribution to your sense of value or worth. That's a bottomless pit to which you never want to fall. People pleasers are sacrificial. They give and give in the hopes that someone will do the same for them. But others are not geared that way, so they will never rise to the same level of self-sacrificial service. This can lead to a sense of loss and devaluing on the part of the people pleaser and eventually resentment. But let me share with you the realization that came to me during this journey of change. There is a dark side to people pleasing that the individual doesn't want to recognize or if it is recognized, certainly not admit to. People pleasing is manipulation. Now wait a minute, girl. As a people pleaser, I'm a victim of others taking advantage of my good nature. Possibly. Maybe. But here's the definite. As a people pleaser, you are attempting to manage the other person's opinion of you and feelings for you. That management is manipulation. And yes, that sounds ugly. It starts off innocent enough, wanting their affection. But stay on that path long enough and you become a master manipulator with a mask for every situation and every relationship. That takes a lot of time and energy from your heart and soul. You will get worn down. The rough edges will begin to show when you can't remember what story or mask goes with this particular relationship. Once the ugly side was pointed out to me, I didn't want to be a manipulator of people. I wanted to be me, the same me to all people in all situations in my life. Authentic, if you will. Don't get me wrong, it was very scary at first, but also freeing at the same time. Not having to remember to be a certain way with a particular person or group only to change as the next one came along, but getting to be the same person all the time, no matter what, was so freeing. It also meant less anxiety and more peace. As I phrased it earlier, recovering people pleaser. Do I always get it right? No. It was ingrained at an early age and reinforced throughout my life. I still catch myself apologizing for things that had nothing to do with me, attempting to appease the other person I'm with, trying to diffuse the situation and to get them to a calmer, if not more happier space. I still get a thrill out of giving and I have to check my motives. Is it truly to please and make that person happy just because, or am I hoping for some kind of return, be it emotional or otherwise? As a recovering people pleaser, I have learned that I cannot get my sense of value or self-worth from others, human beings that is. They are flawed and will ultimately fail me in that department. I need to get my value from a source of unconditional love and that can only be God. I truly had to study all the things the Bible had to say about his relationship with me, his feelings for me, and the fact that he was forever and never changing. He was the consistency factor I needed to start letting this other go and to stop trying to manipulate the people around me to feel a certain way about me. Let me tell you something else you can embrace to help you on the path of leaving people pleasing behind. You have a lifetime of looking outside yourself for edification, affection, 
something or someone to provide you your value. I am telling you to look to God, but here's a twist for you. We have a triune God. You may have heard the word Trinity, but bottom line, we as Christians have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Father and Son are currently in heaven. That's outside yourself. The Holy Spirit indwells you. This Holy Spirit is what helps you with making these life changes and communicating with Father and Son. Let me share Romans chapter 8 verse 26. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And He who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. So you see, the Spirit helps us communicate, even if we're not sure how to say what we want or what it is we're looking for. And that communication goes two ways. The Holy Spirit, in turn, can help you feel the love of God as His child. Fail to please God, you will be forgiven and still loved. Seek to please God, and you will never be disappointed. I hope this helped in some small way to let you know that you aren't alone and change is possible. If so, please share your comment on this episode. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Next time, we'll check in and see what progress we've made. I'll share a few of my favorite scriptures, and I'd love to share any you found helpful. You can share those in a review of this podcast or over in my podcast community on Facebook. I'll drop a link in the show notes. I'll read some of those reviews or posts and share about the scriptures you've written about. Until next time, happy reading.